What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Matt Brill, here to tell you guys about my friends from Big Friendly Productions. Now, they specialize in creating merchandise for bands, artists, and even lifestyle brands. With their in-house equipment, they can provide shirts, branded hats, and more, as well as some graphic design services. They offer order fulfillment to handle your online orders and ship your merch straight to your fans from their shop. Down in good old Birmingham, Alabama, baby. Now, whether you are getting your first shirt, you're just starting out, or you're going on a 40 show run, hit them up for all your merchandising needs. Check out their website, bigfriendlyproductions.com, or shoot them an email, merchandising at bigfriendlyproductions.com. Now, we're going to get into the episode. This is Outside the Round with Matt Brill. Also, make sure you guys like, rate, subscribe, tell your mama and them. And for more details and uh, to get in touch with the rest of the familia, visit raiserowdy.com. Now, let's get into it. Outside the Round with me, Matt Brill, a Raise Rowdy podcast. This is Outside the Round with Matt Burrill, a Rage Rowdy podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Outside the Round. Today, we have got a very special episode with arguably one of the biggest Rage Rowdy supporters that we have seen (laughs) in the last year. Uh, He's from uh, the Great White North up in Canada, and he has been crushing it. Just got uh, finished doing some shows with Mr. Tyler Hubbard and... uh, just been killing it. Become one of my favorite guys to listen to. We've got our boy Owen Riegling with us. What's going on, man? Thanks brother, for having me here. Brother, I mean, when <laughs> I saw that you were coming to town, I was like, we got to have Owen on a damn podcast. You've been coming to town, you said, a lot more this year, right? Yeah, I've been down here um, seven or eight times this year, which is a lot for me. It's the most travel I've done ever in my whole life. So it's been cool to come down here and meet folks like you. And um, yeah, I think... I think definitely in Canada, I got to be like one of the biggest Rays Rowdy supporters for sure. Dude, yeah. Well, it was funny. We um, So we're, we're tight with a lot of Canadian artists and we're doing an event next week with, um, or actually when this comes out, a few days after this this episode will be coming out, uh, we're doing a an event with uh, Country Liberty, the big cool. brand out of there with Sawyer and all those guys. We're doing an all Canadian event and we were talking with Josh Ross about it and, yep. and we were saying... Like, yeah, our boy Owen's wearing that hat. He's like, man, I had to stop wearing that hat so much because freaking <laughs> Owen's wearing it all the time. Sorry, Josh, no, man. This, I, I is my, this is my favorite hat. Bro, I, <laughs> dude, we, we love it, man. And um, so you said you've been coming down here a lot this year. Had you been, when was your first time coming down to Nashville? Probably a few years back? Or yeah, what? my first trip to Nashville was just a trip with um, my girlfriend and a bunch of her friends and one of my buddies. We just came down. We went to Broadway. She had turned 21. It was for her birthday. And, uh, started just you know hitting broadway and just drank way too much and yeah that's, yeah it was like a really eye-opening experience just seeing that i i knew it was gonna be sweet but i didn't know what to expect um this was yeah probably four years ago now and uh and ever since then i've just wanted to come down more and more and i've made that happen which has been awesome and i think we're planning on maybe moving down here at some point bro so. let's go yeah we're gonna make it happen that's awesome so it's funny you say four years ago because four years ago for me so i just celebrated being down here for five years so there i moved go. down congratulations here, thank you i moved down here october of 2018 and from october 2018 through like september of 2019 i was a bouncer on broadway is that right where uh, where what bar? dirk's bentley's whiskey row oh, where sweet. we did yeah. where, where whiskey jam is yeah now. Yeah. Which you crushed it the other night, bro. <laughs> Thank you, man. That was, that was so so, fun. so cool to see you and the rest of the team out there. 
but yeah, I was uh, so I was the guy checking IDs as folks Hell were yeah. as folks were coming in. You may have checked our IDs. That's what then. I'm you saying. You probably did. That's I what I'm saying. We dude. definitely went to that bar. So yeah, dude. I mean, because like we went to all of the bars. So yeah. I'm sure we saw you. Yeah, and there's <laughs> such there's so many Canadian folks that come down here. So many. Like I I remember knowing the tricks for what a fake Ontario ID would look like. like what are the tricks? Ontario ID. It's like the size of like the lettering, and then I believe right. if I you have like a Manitoba ID, so, I mean, as an Ontario person, like. There used to be like Manitoba IDs floating around the bars. I went to school in London, Ontario, and like there it was so obvious when it was a fake, but like you just slip the bouncer twenty, they usually let you in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's bars like that in Nashville, but like we used to collect fake IDs. That's cool. So I had a book like because there was there were like little little like little trophies for us. Yeah. Like there'd be you'd see a North Carolina ID and you're like, this looks like a Pokemon card. Like it's just <laughs> so fucking awesome. Yeah, so crazy. bad. But yeah, dude, that's that's awesome that you've had your first experience coming down here then. And were you doing music at that point? Or? I was. Yep. I, I've been playing in bars in Canada um, and just, you know, I got my first guitar when I was 10 and I started writing songs shortly after, really bad songs. And uh, I started writing songs um, seriously at the age of probably like 16. Um, and just, I was like, I want to do this. And I just started chasing that and I played a bunch of bar gigs and that's kind of what my thing was, just... Every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night playing wherever around where I grew up in Mile Bay, Ontario and surrounding little towns and fairs and all that stuff. So I, I definitely had um, the dream of, of, you know, being a country artist when I came down for the first time and then seeing like all these amazing musicians and writers and um, just meeting all kinds of cool people really inspired me to, you know, want to make it even more of a thing and just take it more seriously. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'd say that was like the spark I needed at that time to just, you know, keep pushing forward and, and doing it. Yeah, so growing up, what kind of country music is coming out? Like, because I know Canadian country radio does such a good job yep. of supporting guys and girls like yourself that are country, or your fellow countrymen that are Canadians, like making sure that there are Canadian artists on Canadian country radio. But also yeah. at that time, you're coming up, so you're born what, 99, 98? 98. 98. You're born 98, yep. so... You're a kid, like, you're seven when Jason Aldean's first record comes out. Yeah. And when, like, Luke Bryan. And you, yeah. So you got to you got a taste of all that stuff as well. Like, you got a, plenty of a taste of, like, the American country and the Canadian country, right? 100%. Yeah. I mean, um, I always say this, but it's true. Eric Church is one of my biggest sort of inspirations and the biggest reason I wanted to start writing country songs specifically. And the song Springsteen, which is obviously the big yes. one. Yeah. Um, I was on a trip to Maine with my family. Uh, back in, I think it was 2011 or whatever that was, whenever that was on the radio at the time. And I, I just remember that song just sticking in my head. And it was just, it it made me feel like, you know, I even though I wasn't old enough to feel the things he was singing about, I felt like I had lived it. And I just remember that being a very sort of pivotal moment for me. And I tried to write songs like that. And uh, I still try to write songs like that because that's the stuff that it really makes me feel something. And um, yeah, that was that was a cool memory for me. Yeah, have you been to an Eric Church show? Yeah, I've been to several. I've been to like every show he's had in Canada. I feel really? like really. Yeah, I don't know. I've been to I've been to a bunch. Because his show and it's evolved over the years. Yeah, like, my first time seeing him was in 2017. It was yeah. when he was doing the the 61 day. Like he put out that compilation yep. that 61 yep. days in church yep. where he had no opener and every night was different and the yeah. shows were like two and a half three hours. Is that long. the Hold My Own tour? At my at. That's I think it was. was. Yes. I went to that that tour as well. I went to two nights. I saw it in London, Ontario. I was in college at the time, and then we went and saw it in Toronto the next night. So yeah, it was just so sick. Yeah, dude. So and, sick. and he's a guy that's evolved over time, but it's still like 
and whether it's off the off the chief record or it's off his most recent projects, like you still yeah. know it's a fucking Eric Church. Have song. you seen his recent show? Yes. I saw it a couple months ago at Bud Stage in Toronto and there's like twenty people on stage and it's just yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, he flies the big flag behind Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It he, was so uh, badass. Yeah, I saw him up in Cincinnati. Nice uh, on this That's, tour. It's almost in Canada. Yeah, Ohio. There. Yeah, we're You're working our working yeah. our way up. And um, it was um, it was Church and then Travis Tritt and nice. uh, the Musk and I Bloodline guys, which Hell was a full yeah. circle moment for Nick and I going yeah. up to Ohio to see them. Um, which was which was cool. Um, That's awesome. You said you you went to Maine, so a lot I of did. Canadians go to Maine for yeah. vacation and shit. My dad's actually from Maine. Is that so right? I grew up going up there all the time, like every summer. It's a sweet spot. Yeah, I grew up going up. My dad grew up in Westbrook, which is just outside of Portland, so okay. like down east section. Yeah. Um, I have been to Bahaba and been up north, <laughs> which I know is where a lot of a lot of folks go to. But yeah, Maine, like. Canada is such a, a country area, especially yeah. like a town where you're from. There's where, nothing where it, it, it is that, that yep. small town. And you do such a good job of telling the story of your hometown in your music. Like, it, Thank you, man. I've never been out of the States. I've, never, I've been to plenty of small towns in America, but you, you, make, you paint that picture of what it was like growing up in a small town with, yeah. with wheat fields and all that stuff, you know? A hundred percent. That's, I mean, the main... I feel like theme in my music is just writing about where I'm from. It's like the only thing I really know. So I feel like it's, uh, it's, you know, all I have to write about at this point. I mean, I, I'm from a small town. I've, I've still lived there. I haven't really moved out. And when I wrote, I mean, the song right now that people are, are gravitating towards is called old dirt roads. And it's so fucking good. It's just a song that I wrote when I was in college in my dorm. Oh, and that was an early, right? Yeah. I wrote that song was written in like 2018 or 2019. Wow. Yeah. I wrote it and I had actually put it out before. Like it was out for two and a half three years and I, I just recorded it, produced it in my bedroom and I put it out. It sounded like crap. And, uh, when I, I signed with universal, they're like, that's the song we're going to redo it and and just kind of give it a new feel and a new life and then yeah i guess you know it found its home so i'm, I'm really happy about that yeah dude you're you've got over a million monthly listeners on spotify which i know a lot of artists are like yeah i don't like to look at what my following's at and this like it stresses stresses yeah like i get like that with the Ray's rowdy shit too like looking at our socials and yeah. our engagement and stuff but bro like from when i first met you like earlier this year yeah to now Crazy. it just seems like the past four, five, six months have just been like a boom. What it's is, been, what has that all been like? It has been wild. And, um, I'm very thankful for, for what has happened this year. We just started recording music in April and we put our first song out in June and now it's November. And I feel like, yeah, the last four months has just been, it's been crazy. And it's been, it's been happening faster than I have dreamed of it happening. Um, and it's, I mean, it can change in a, in a flash too, just as much, you know, I just gotta, you know, keep doing what I'm doing. But, um, it's been wild. I mean, getting to go on tour with Tyler and we got a bunch of exciting, fun stuff coming up that I'm, I'm very excited about. I think 2024 is going to be an amazing year. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just mind blowing. Very surreal at times and uh, hard to wrap my head around. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so what are, what are you touring around in as far as the vehicle right now? Well, for this last tour, we just um, we had to fly because Canada's it was a Canadian tour. So oh, Canada's so you a, were out west. Oh, yeah. Man. Like you can't. I mean, we don't have a bus, so we, we're not driving out there. We don't have a driver. So we flew to um, Calgary and just kind of rented vans and, and went from there and did a bit of driving to Edmonton and, and then kind of just hopped on little planes and flew from, you know, Calgary to Winnipeg and Saskatoon and all these places. So, uh, yeah, a lot of flying. And then in Ontario, it's a little easier because we're all from there. So we have vehicles and we just we just made it work, you know, 
doing the whole vehicle and van thing. It's it's fun, man. It's a uh, it's great time to bond with the boys in the band. And, yeah, yeah, so much fun. Yeah, how many guys do you have like in the like? What does the touring crew look like? Of how many guys? Our crew is pretty is pretty small. It got <laughs> me, Benny, Brad, uh, Matt, Mark, and then uh, tour manager Josh, who does front of house tour managing merch. He's like holding it down for us all, and he's just the man. Josh is amazing. That is so important to have because I've done yeah. that. I've been the Swiss Army knife before. I've never never been a sound guy, <laughs> yeah. but the tour manager merge driver combo. Yeah, that's like what I. That's like been my bread and butter when I've been out on the road. So shout out, shout out to Josh. Yes, I'm sure he'll be shout out Josh. <laughs> and how long have you known all those guys? Like, what was the process of putting that putting that team and yeah that band together? Um, some of them are. I mean, Josh is relatively new. He just kind of came on board this year because we didn't really have a need for a tour manager at the time. We were just, you know, making it work. Um, but we, I've known Ben for five years, and same with Brad. Um, they were my very first band that I ever had, so it's cool to have them out. And you know, we're we're really good friends. And uh, the other guys are are newer as well in the last two years, so they're great guys. We all get along, and uh, yeah, it's just so much fun. That's freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, man. And I, um, it's a goal of mine to get up to Canada, especially being from New York. People are like, wait, you haven't been out of the country? You haven't even been to fucking Canada? Yeah, I can't believe you've never been to Canada. Because especially like with family in Maine. Like, yeah. It's not far. Like I've seen the signs where it turns into kilometers where you mm -hmm. see how far away Montreal and Toronto are in kilometers when you cross over. You got to go, border. man. If you ever come up to Canada, let me know. Yeah. And, uh. Come where, out to our place. Yeah, where's the place? Oh, I appreciate that. Where's the first place in Canada I need to check out? Because Chief told me when I, I know you watched that episode mm -hmm. with little yep. Kevin's art. Shout out to Chief. Um, with um, like Vancouver and Toronto are like the two, and Montreal's yeah. cool too. But I know yeah. like there's they talk about it in Letterkenny. The you go the Dgens that go fishing in Quebec. Everybody goes fishing in Quebec. <laughs> yeah. The Dgens from up country. Yes, where's sir. the where's the spot that I got to go to my first trip? It's tough to say. Um, I mean, if you're, it depends what you're looking for, but. I love um, going out to Calgary and going to the mountains and Banff and like Jasper and those things. Like if you like hiking, I don't know if you like to do that oh, kind do, of stuff, yeah. but so it's beautiful out there. And we try to get out there as much as we can. My now fiance and yeah, I, we just got dude. engaged, which is wild. Yeah. How's um, that? How's that going? How, has that sunk in yet? Yeah. I mean, yeah, because we've been dating for so long. Like we've been together for like almost seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's about time I probably asked the question. <laughs> Um, I think she was getting a little antsy. Um, shout out, Liv. But yeah, it's great, man. I'm very excited. Yeah. How did how did how did you pop the question? I uh, I took her on a hike, and then we had our dog with us. You know, I was so nervous. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, and then uh, I just you know got down on one knee in front of this little creek and, and made it happen. She had no idea. She was wearing a toque and she had her hood up. She was like bundled up because it's so cold in Canada. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's so funny. Um, but it was hilarious. And then we had her, her family come over and we had a little party that night and it was, it was a great time. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So fun. That's, that's cool. And how old are you? You're what? 25? 25. So you're 25 now. You've got, you've got a record deal. You've yeah. gotten to go touring with the major artists like Tyler Hubbard. You've got a bunch of opportunities coming your way. People are listening to your music all over the fucking world. <laughs> it's, you're doing pretty good for where you're at it's age crazy, wise man. in your life, bro. It's like, crazy, man. Um, yeah, I've I've always, you know, dreamed of being in a position like this. So to say, like, it's happening, it's just mind-blowing. And, and I'm just trying not to think about it too much because I don't know what I'm doing, man. I have no idea. I'm just, you know, taking it day by day. And um, fortunate enough to have an amazing team around me at Universal and my management team. And everybody's just super nice people. And, um, yeah, we work together to just, you know, 
take the steps we need to I, like honestly i have no idea how i got here i don't know how i got here yeah just so much fun <laughs> well when did you feel like shit was starting to change was it was it when universal came in the picture and you were and you were on a sh like a show or a competition up in Canada, yes correct? yeah so that was sort of um yeah like i said i was doing the bar stuff for years and years and um, I submitted a video for it's called the Boots and Hearts Emerging Artist Showcase. Oh, the big festival, it's Boots and Hearts, yeah, yes. which is the biggest festival in Canada. That is where that'll probably be my first trip to Canada. Yes, we're festival. You got to go to Boots and Hearts. Nikki and I go to a lot of festivals here in the states, so I feel like our first time going to Canada has to be a road trip to Boots yeah, and Hearts. You have to. It's it's the best, man. It's um, I owe a lot to Boots and Hearts. I was going there for years prior to entering in the contest, just going and watching music and having a great time. It's just. Uh, such a well-run festival and the people who run it are amazing but that was the spark that um, kind of sent me on my way to you know getting connected with Universal because they, they were partnered up for that showcase and um, lots of artists who have you know gone on to be somebody in Canada have won that contest like you know Jade Eagleson yes, and um, yeah. the Barker Boys and yeah there's lots of lots of great music that has come out of that contest so um, to be on that stage and just get a chance to compete for that it was was surreal and then to actually win it was even more crazy and just feel like every week since that has just been something new so that was sort of the thing that started it all dude that's fucking that's what's really cool to me is that you're you're a lot like like us with Ray's Rowdy like how old were you when you went to your first concert do you remember yep I went to CMT Fest in Kitchener Ontario I don't know how old I was it was probably like eight or nine years ago maybe so like you've been going but you you would just go but i've been to many shows before that but that was like that's what i mean like your first like going to shows like yeah your first live music show like because i remember i was eight years old when i went to mine and then yeah. it was just concerts became a part of my life like just loving music and you seem to be that way too oh i go to tons of i've been to so many shows this year it's been it's been wild but uh yeah i mean festivals are festivals are a great way to see all your favorite bands in one yeah. spot but yeah um yeah i've been going to music for for, for a long time. Do you remember your first concert? You remember who you saw? Well, I guess I classify my first concert as that when I was going to see like a big band. I'd been to many like little kind of local things, but never like saw like a big band. Now I was supposed to go see Eric Church, um, but then it got rained out and he ended up not, you know, being able to put on the show. But I saw Brothers Osborne that day. Then we ended up getting tickets to see Zach Brown Band the next night. So that was sort of my, that was like my first like big. Yeah, yeah my first was Tim McGraw. Hell yeah. When he did, when he was doing like the whole My Own Tour style. Yeah. It was pre-sobriety Tim McGraw. You had the Fu Manchu. Like he was, <laughs> it was pre like Live Like You Were Dying. Like when like Real, good, was awesome. real good Man and like that. It was almost yeah. like 2002, 2003. I was like eight years old. I remember being in school the next day and just being so tired. <laughs> my mom and my mom and my aunts took me to that shit. Um, That's so cool. And it's just there's something about going in like the concert culture. Yeah, man. you know. And now yep. to be and then to be on the other side of it and be the guy on yeah. the fucking stage and seeing what goes into all that stuff has to be pretty fucking wild too. It's wild, like. Going to concerts as a kid, I just remember feeling the kick drum was like this thing. It was like boom, 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 the thud you get is like, that's the thing that stuck with me. And that's the thing where it made me, you know, want to do it. Like just that feeling and the energy at a show is just, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, being on stage is, it's, it's great, man. It's cool. It's something that I've always wanted to do. And yeah, it's just so cool to connect with fans and see people singing along and, um, yeah, so it's it's awesome. What was what are the Canadian bars like? Because I've gotten to know the southeastern bars from because that's how that's how Trey and Musk and I and the guys that I'm connected to came up. And so many artists, particularly in country music, come up because there is that tie to like the blue collar culture, the yeah. small town culture. 
What's a, what's a Canadian bar gig like? I'm sure you got horror yeah. stories. I'm sure you got great experiences. Yeah, that's man. part of that's part of the grind to 100%. get to where you're at. The the hundred thousand hours, the four hour shifts with no breaks <laughs> yeah. on a Thursday, a Friday, and yeah. some shit whole bar somewhere. Yeah. So I started off doing a lot of acoustic stuff um, because I didn't have a band when I first started, and I would just go and bring my own PA system because a lot of them aren't equipped with like stages or whatever. So I'll just bring it in and set it up and yeah, just play a, a songs on my acoustic guitar for four hours. Um, there's a local bar a mile away called Harley's and I played there so many times and they're like family to me there. Um, they've, you know, been so supportive from the very start. Like one of my very first solo acoustic gigs was there. Um, and then I, I, you know, I worked my way up. There was always these bars that I looked up to playing in the city. So, Cause I'm from a small town, which is two hours from any city. So um, kind of cut my teeth around my area and started to get a little bit of a following. And, um, and then I wanted to play the Stampede Ranch in Guelph for so long, which is this, uh, honky tonk, um, just like a college bar, basically. Where they got a stage, they got sound, it's a full band thing. And I was like, if I get to play there someday, I'm, that means I've made it, you know? And then I got the call to play there one day and I was like crazy. And, and that's like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing, four hours every night playing cover songs and just keeping people on the dance floor. And that's how I sort of cut my teeth with a band and in front of people and, yeah. you know, trying to keep people entertained and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I would say it's very similar, that bar to the bars around here. Uh, but the other stuff that I was playing was like hole in the wall, not really known for live music, but like people show up to eat dinner and there's a guy playing guitar in the corner and they're like sick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you hope that they like country music or yeah. if not, you're playing. What would you do that wasn't like country in your covers? Were you, I would, I would imagine you're doing like classic rock shit. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, like what, some what, of my favorite songs, like? like, um, champagne supernova by Oasis, like that's the type of stuff. I mean, you got to throw Wonderwall in there. Yes, like, yeah. um, yeah, there was, I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm drawing a blank on what I used to play. I have I have Ultimate Guitar on my phone. With oh, like everybody has that, dude. Hundreds of songs yep. that I would just sift through and like try to keep it interesting and play different stuff every night and just have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, what was COVID up there like? COVID was, it was... But you were also in a small town. Yeah, so in my town, like it was, it didn't really change that much as yeah, far as what people how, were doing. That's how it was here. Like right. in regionally in America, it was kind of like that too. Yeah. 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 It was, it was a tough time. It just sucked not being able to play shows. And, um, I wrote a lot of songs, which was nice. Um, but it was boring for me really like just wanting to play shows and not being able to sucked. But, um, as far as, you know, I, I live on a farm out there, so it didn't really change as far as like living and not being able to go to, you know the store or whatever yeah it was it was all right what is farm life like because i've i've been around farms but i'm i'm from new york so we don't have we don't, we don't have, i'm from like the suburbs of the city right so what what are you guys farming up there so we have 100 acres cash crop we uh kind of rotate between soybeans winter wheat and corn and um when we take the wheat off i, I used to rip my dirt bikes and four-wheelers through the field i had a little dirt bike track in our backyard and uh we, uh, yeah, it was just so fun growing up there and having all the space to just hang out. And we used to have a, well, we have a bush still and we used to build like bike jumps in the back and, uh, it was just a sweet, sweet spot to grow up. You guys love your, your, like your, 
your motorsports stuff yeah. in Canada because I've heard other guys say that before too. Like I remember Josh saying that he used to yeah, like, Josh, motocross is like a big yeah, thing too. Yeah, I never I never raced. I wanted to but so bad. But you would just fuck around in like the backyard yeah. kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. Which to me is even more fun because then yeah. you don't fucking go anywhere. It was so fun. I wanted to race so bad growing up. My dad never let me and I, I, I thank him for that now. But at the time I was like, come on, like I want to so bad. I used to like, I would have my buddies all over and like I said I had a track we would line it up like we're like you know racing and it was so much fun like looking back on that stuff but I never I never actually raced but it was good. Yeah, see, I've never been on like I've never done the motorcycle thing. No, I've never done. Never it. ridden a dirt bike or anything like that. No, I've done like uh, we had my buddy Mitch. Um, he like he's a big Facebook Marketplace guy and he just buys random shit. Yep. So he got this little like very small like like um it wasn't even a four wheeler, it was like a three wheeler kind of thing. Yeah. We used to do donuts at Trey's house with Hell it. Yeah. And so that was my like one time going on something like that. But Hell I've yeah. never done I mean I've been to some of like the mo like the like the different um different things. I'll do them at the arena down here. Yep. In Nashville. But yep. like I've I've never been on one. But it seems like the culture of that's just wild. It is. I'm sort of out of the loop now, but I used to go to races all the time, and uh, it was so much fun growing up getting to do that. Luckily, I didn't hurt myself, which yeah. is something that most you know, people most, most people do. Yes, most people yeah. break a lot of bones doing that stuff, and I didn't see it at the time, but I probably would have ended up, you know, hurting myself if I would have kept going with it. So thankfully, I I, I sold the bike. <laughs> yeah, were you into other sports and shit when you were? Growing? I played hockey growing up. Very Canadian of you yeah. to say. <laughs> so yeah. what's your team? Is it Toronto? Is it the Maple Leafs? Yeah, is that yeah. Your, that your yeah, I'm team a Leafs that, guy. Yeah, I'm Leafs a Leafs guy. guy. Yeah, and I mean the Preds are pretty electric too. Getting to go to a game down here is it's awesome. Bro, Live people, music. You would not think that hockey would be huge down here. It's a hockey town. It really it is. is. It is very much. And I a lot of people don't know this, but like the. In the 90s we, is when Nashville got a football team and a hockey team. It happened around the same time, and it had to do. They moved. They opened the General Motors plant from Michigan. They moved a bunch of people from Michigan down to Nashville. Right. Because they opened the motor plants and stuff. And that was right around when the hockey team came in and the right. football team. So I'm thinking they, they figured, we're bringing all these northern people down. we got to give them we something. Get hockey going. And the electricity of a Predators game, people it's, get really fucking into it. It's so good. I, I've only been to one or two down here. We went to actually on the first trip that I took down here with my friends for Liv's birthday, we were trying to go to a Preds game, and we ended up just scalping some tickets out front because there was we went to the box and like there was a seat here and a seat here, but we couldn't all sit together. So we're like, let's go find a bunch of a bunch of seats together. We found somebody outside of the rink, and he's like, "I got you. This is you guys are gonna be all together. It's a great spot." We paid way too much for the tickets. We were drunk, and we're like, "Let's go." We get up there. He walks us in. We start looking for our seat, and it was like a standing room only thing at the very top, and like the whole thing was covered, so we couldn't like we just didn't have a spot. We were just chilling, drinking rum and cokes, and just trying to like poke our heads out and see what was going on. But uh, it, I just remember the energy being crazy, and having like a live band at at the at the game is cool and intermission and stuff. Like yeah. it's just it's sick. It's so and, Nashville, and they, and they throw a catfish on the ice here because which yeah. again is the tribute to being. The <laughs> all the Michigan folks coming down with what yes, the Red sir. Wings do, yes, sir. throwing the octopus out yeah. there. So I mean, so you like hockey? You baseball? Are you in any of the other? Not sports really, not there? really. No, I, I mean, I yeah, I don't really watch football or baseball or anything, but hockey's sort of just my thing. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Well, 
So you move down here, we'll get you to some Preds games. I would love to sure. go as much as possible. And even like I've never I've never been to a football game. Oh, bro. I want to go so bad. You got to go to a college football game, which is yeah. tough in the world that we that we live in with touring. Right. Saturdays it's it's show day. Yeah. You're in XYZ city around around the country or exactly. up, up in Canada. And, but you got to go to a college football game. I want to go South, so bad. Bro, it's fucking crazy. These people, like, they base their entire <laughs> lives on 13 weeks in the fall. And yeah. that is, like, <laughs> if Alabama loses more than, like, a game or two, people will be miserable for a year until the following season. Man, I got to get into it. It's crazy. Tailgating seems great, too. Oh, dude. They're <laughs> wild, man. They're crazy. Like, and it's different schools have, like, different things, you know, like, my my girlfriend's from South Carolina, and right. she's a big South Carolina Gamecocks fan, which is funny. Their nickname is the Cox. So <laughs> I, got, I got a shirt on. I, like you can buy shirts that just say Cox across. It. Oh, like, ha, 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 yeah, because they're like roosters. <laughs> yeah, but they do um, tailgating. They're bougie style of tailgating. They have like train cars, like cabooses, and they yep. call them cockabooses, and they deck them out. And you have like flat screen TVs on there, and it's people like partying on this train car. That's hilarious. And that's the tailgate. Or you go down to Ole Miss in Mississippi, and it's like the bougie tailgate, which you wouldn't expect for Mississippi, right? But that's where like the old, like the old Southern money's at. Yeah. And they have these big tents, and they hang chandeliers up in their tents, and eat with like fine china. <laughs> no it's way. Like, Dude, I'm just here to drink beer and eat hot dogs Damn. and fucking. Like, like, yeah, like, like you're at like a five, it's like a five star tailgate and then you go down to Bama. It's just a shit show. It's Tennessee's just <laughs> wild. Like, and, and it's just, there's such like a culture around it. And then there's music around it too, where there's Is so, it? there's so many guys that come up playing the frat parties in these college towns, just like I'm sure yeah. you would go through doing college towns in, in Ontario. Yep. Um, and there's guys that are like, that'll play the tailgates of the football games. Like Trey Lewis used to do that all the time. Most like. I yeah, the Southern Axe used to do that. Yeah, so it's just you gotta go. It's a spectacle, and then the I gotta go, and then the bars after the game. If it's a day game, <laughs> fucking nuts, bro. You gotta be able to rally to do that, like That's to hit the tailgate. Why I stay sober, bro? Yeah, I just then, rip cigars. Like I'm a big. You gotta cigar figure guy. it out. You gotta figure it out. Like. Yeah, starting at what time do they start when they start tailgating? So LS, so game? like LSU is probably the earliest one. So LSU doesn't normally do day games; they just strictly do night games because their stadium it holds over a hundred thousand people. They call it Death Valley, and <laughs> they have like a they've spent millions of dollars on sort of the tigers, and they have like live tigers, like a zoo, and they have them in like a big. They built like this huge and like it's like the size of like probably this whole street, and it's like outside the stadium where all these tigers are, or whatever. But they they open the tailgates at like seven eight o'clock in the morning and the games at like seven p.m. So everybody's just hammered twelve hours and then they go into the game and then they hit the bars after. Yeah, that's that's hardcore. Every Saturday, that's crazy. Every Saturday in the fall, it's what they fucking do. It's cr- I want to go there, sort of. Yeah, El- the Tigers. Yeah, Baton Rouge is Baton Rouge is really cool. There's a cool club down there that's called the Texas Club, but it's in Louisiana. Um, don't know why that is, but. Um, <laughs> But there's some there's some cool venues and that's one thing I like about the scene that I've gotten to do is I've gotten to go being from New York I could I mean I could tell you where Alabama and Mississippi were on a map but I've been there so much that I've gotten to experience the different cultures so in the South dude and that's something that you're gonna get to do like because have you done much touring in the states yet or has it been mostly never. Canada so you've Just never done uh Tyler Harbor was my first tour really yeah it's yeah. a hell of a first yeah tour, man bud. I know it's crazy. But it, but it, but it, but it was the difference is so people be like oh he's just it's happening overnight kind of thing but no it's the difference between first tour and first show mm. there's some guys and girls where mm. that touring opportunity is the first time they're getting on stage in front of a lot of people right. 
You've been playing been in, gigs and uh, yeah. seasons. The bars do so much for coaching guys and girls up oh, yeah. in shows. Like, you know how to play to, you've played shows to no one before. Oh, yeah. I've played hundreds and hundreds of shows. I don't know if you call them shows, but I've played for, I mean, so many, so many different places and learned sort of, you know, what goes into it behind the scenes as far as, you know, how you make a show happen and stuff like that. So when we got to actually go and tour and, uh, and do that, it was, it felt new, but it also felt like I was at home, you know, being on the stage. And I've played many festivals and stuff, and you kind of yeah. learn the whole, you know, back end of, of what makes a show happen. Yeah. And, and that made it easier for sure. But yeah, my first my first tour across Canada with Tyler Hubbard, and that's crazy. I got to sing Cruise with him every night, which was wild. And people don't know, if you listen to the program a lot, you know from the Chief episode we did, FGL has a lot of Canadian influence in it. They do. Those songs. Yeah. Joey Moy and Chief, like they that that rock sound that came from Nickelback, that came from Default, that came from My Darkest Days, that came from all those Canadian rock bands in yep. the two thousands when you and I were growing up. Yep, is what that sound of the of the twenty tens twenty teens country totally came from. man totally. So that's like to to be a part of that for that to be your first one, given the. <laughs> Given the the connection to Canada and all that stuff, like that's that's really fucking cool. But crazy. What I was yeah. saying is like you've done shows, you've done so many of like those those bar gigs where you do the four hours. Maybe people are listening. Maybe they're not. Now you're in clubs and theaters with a guy who's a legendary name in country music now for what he's done over the last decade. Yep. And people are there paying money to see a show that you're a part of. Yeah. Like you don't have to win anybody over. You don't have to yep. worry about are these people paying attention? Oh, how much time do I have left on this on this on this bar gig? Yeah. Like, bro, that's gotta be the best fucking feeling. Cause I remember when Trey when that happened for Trey, he was like, it's it's, it's so surreal cool. because you put in so many hours of not making a ton of money and not and figuring out a way to keep living out your dream and now yeah. to ha be at the level that you're at, bro. Like it's wild, man. It's always cool. um very cool when you go to play a show and and people are facing you and not eating dinner like in the yeah, corner, dude. you know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty damn cool. Um yeah, we uh we had so much fun and it was a cool experience to have, you know, we had the same show night after night and to get to start on night one and then just develop it and feel by the end of the tour we felt so tight and just we knew you know what was happening and it was just a cool experience to to get to do that and i'm excited for many more to come yeah dude do we have any word of when the first first show stateside could be not yet man but we are we're working on it so I was gonna say. say, there's got to yeah. be agency interest, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you gotta have. Yeah, we've we've had a couple of meetings, and um, yeah, we're just still talking about it, and we're taking our time with it, and um, yeah, I just don't want to rush anything, and I want to make sure that it's the right fit, and and we're we have a good plan, and, and we can try to make something really happen down here, and that's that's obviously the goal. And yeah, your first show that you do that's under six hours away. If I don't have anything going, like six hour radius of Nashville, yeah, I will fucking be there. Let's go. Like we Let's will, go. I will drive out there. Like anything on the, with me with. I've driven six hours. Is that's a hike, though, man? No, dude, I mean, I used to drive a van and trailer to fucking South Dakota. True, with I, I did the tour manager You're thing for three years. Yeah, I've taken a van to Texas with Damn. eight other dudes in the van, and I'm the sober <laughs> guy driving with my AirPods in while they're passing around a bottle of Fireball. That's like, hilarious. Like, dude, I've like last year. Like, yeah, that's. I, I'll I'll do a drive to New York and I'll stop for fuel, but I'll just go 14 hours like nothing. Just, yeah, I'm just a, I'm built. I'm just a road dog. 
So I said mm-hmm. that to say your first like show in the States, it's like a ticket, like an Owen Riegling show. Like mm-hmm. we will, we will fucking, we will be there. I'll be wearing my Ray's Rowdy hat. So. Dude, fuck let's, yeah. Dude. Yeah, let's go. And dude, we appreciate you wearing that shit so much. Like it goes a long way for, for us. And I came on Ray's Rowdy in April. Like I'd always been kind of repping it. Yeah. But I came on as a co-owner in, in April with Nick. And the coolest part for us is finding artists that are on the, on the rise up, like getting the, getting to know y'all at the at the ground level as you're yeah. starting your your journey at this next step that you're on grand your journey started years ago in canada but your journey of doing stuff here in the states and all that shit yeah and then getting to watch you guys grow and trying to grow our thing while you guys are all going 100 raise rowdy was my first that was my first nashville raiders round so i can always say that yeah have you done any other i know you did whiskey jam the other night that was your first whiskey jam right yep first whiskey jam and then yeah a couple months ago first writers round and second writer's round tonight. Bro, which we're very excited about. Have you been to Live Oak before? No. So Live Oak's a cool bar, and what's cool about it is we've had some really cool like memories in there. I've been hosting rounds there. So it used to be a bar called Frisky Frogs, and you understand bar culture because yeah. of the, the scene you came up in and being down here. So Frisky Frogs is one of those bars. The Mumbrian's wild. The Mumbrian Street. Yep. Have you been on have you yep. been on that street? Yeah, so, I know where Live Oak is. Okay. I've been there. So you have been to Live Oak. Okay, cool. So, like I've been outside of it. I've been outside. Been in. Okay, you've yeah. been in. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll welcome you in tonight. Um, <laughs> so you have like Tin Roof down there, Nashville Institution, Wild Bar. Like you have their their stereotype of like the like the Tin Roof guys or the Tin Roof girls. It's yep. just it's a wild time. It's, it's like the party <laughs> scene. And now that bar isn't as busy as it was because Barstool opened up downtown right. so it's like that college crowd hmm. doghouse used to be popping not as popping anymore because the house bands changed or whatever live oak used to be a bar called frisky frogs that's hilarious place you could get in there where you're talking about ids before you yeah get, you could literally get in there with a fucking like a fucking <laughs> deck of cards like <laughs> anything you could use like the mclovin thing from yeah, super bad like that's a, hilarious and dude they had a couch in front of the stage people would sit it was like a little love seat yeah and kids would just be on there fucking getting after it no fucking drunk college kids dude it was it was crazy so, what happened like, to Frisky Frogs? Well, Live Oak, the guys from Live Oak, they came just took in it over. They bought it. Yeah, they bought it and um, opened in opened in 2019, <laughs> and we started doing events there. Um, September of 2019, and I started doing my rounds there on Tuesdays, and um, it's a it's the best sounding of the bars nice. in Midtown. Nice. Um, the people that run it are fucking great. It actually has good food, believe it or Does not, it? which is cool. And I then know. they do it's it's just it's, it's we do our butt rock night that we do like full band shit there. We do all kinds That's of stuff. Cool. So it's a cool it's a cool bar. And for us, I mean, that was the spot we had we used to have we had Bailey play when he first moved to town. He wasn't even Crazy, in town yet. Man. We had Bailey, we had Meg Maroney a bunch, we had Dylan Marlowe a bunch, like all it's a spot where we've gotten to see a lot of folks come up by doing rounds the last yeah, four years. Yeah, that's so cool, man. And, that's... And, and tonight we get we have you, we have we have Ben Chase, which we're really yes, fucking sir. excited about. I mean, we got I'm trying to remember we got like a good a good lineup, like a good mix across the board of of different um of their people. Like we got we got a guy named Moose tonight. Moose Miller. His first name is literally fucking Moose. Which that's I'm, a sweet and he first looks, name. Yeah, and he looks like a like a like an old school like like revolutionary war like civil war general like he's got this mustache and the hair we got tyler king playing tonight yeah he's cool have you met him i haven't met him but he's amazing at singing and and he's just a he looks like a badass he's he's great yeah, yeah. i mean the fact he's he's luke combs guitar player yeah and yeah he's i mean fucking, i've seen I mean, him i've seen luke a bunch of times yeah so live, i guess yeah. i've seen him yeah so that, yeah so it'll be so we're, we're we're excited to fucking have you it's gonna be fun tonight. man yeah where in town do you usually stay at when you come down here 
Right now, I'm staying with my buddy Jesse. Um, he's got a place down here. He just moved from Peterborough, Ontario. He's got a place in Madison, so I stay with him. Madison, Madahood. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, so you sir. see some stuff. What, what part he of Madison? He lives in a great little okay, neighborhood. He's in, he's in the good neighborhood. He's in a great, okay, great cool. neighborhood. Yep. Because Nashville is one of those cities. And I don't know how it is up in like Toronto or Montreal or some of the bigger cities up there in Canada. But you have like your good parts and you have your bad parts. Yeah. And like out here in Hermitage, for example, you've got like you've got like the rusty nail, and then those woods next to the rusty nail get a little sketchy. There's, <laughs> there's folks living in those woods. Is there really? There's about 300 people in those woods. Oh shit! Yeah, it's like a whole community. It's yeah. Like, wow. There, there's some crazy like there's some some crazy parts of nashville like i used to i'm still learning what 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 nashville's all about but yeah it seems like it's a bunch of different um little communities like you said it's yeah. a, it's all like different but it's all it's all cool and everything has its own little vibe have you been to east nashville yet i don't think i have east nashville is like brooklyn new york where it's like really? hipsters. like you would you would not feel like you're in nashville it's i'm gonna like, go there after this because like, i got nothing going yeah, on this afternoon dude it's like artsy and like Damn. just like a different kind of vibe good good like breweries like craft breweries and i love shit that like that we go over there and smoke cigars all the time really that's like our our cigar spots that's where our buddy kurt lives so East is cool, but I used to live in Antioch, and it was like fireworks or gunshots every night. Like, really? Like, like you'd ask yourself, is that was that a firework or was that oh a gunshot? Oh my god! Yeah, it was. Yeah. I've been down there before. We had Antioch. a rehearsal there the other day. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm slowly, you know, in Grand Theft Auto, when you're like uncovering the map, yes. you got to like explore yeah. to figure it out. I'm starting to put the pieces together and understand how how this city works, but. It's such a great spot, man. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason 100 people a day are moving here right now. Yeah, every Uber I get in is like. Nashville's not what it used to be. Like it's growing so Bro, fast. Everybody five, tells in me. In the five years I've been here, the skyline's completely different. Really? The skyline's completely different. Things five are just years. going up. Dude, yeah, dude. And the traffic's just crazy. Well, like, I think I'm gonna add to that statistic. You, you should. Yeah. We want you down here. I'm <laughs> totally cool. People people say stop coming and like tell people to stop moving here. I'm like, no, keep moving here. Like, cause what what drives this city is guys and girls that are pursuing the music thing. Right. Yeah. And it adds that creativity. And you have like your class almost of people yeah. that move here. Like for me, I moved here in 2018. And I remember the guys that moved here around the same time as I did. Guys like Trey Lewis, Ella Langley, Dylan Marlowe, like people like in that where we all moved around the same time. Yeah. And you look back on like you all kind of come up together because there's they're what they're going out to going out to the bars to meet people the same time that you are because and then naturally and then you, you hit it kinda, off yeah that's yeah. how it works and, I feel and like then you start fucking writing together and then so and so so and so gets a little gets a little bit further along quicker than so and so and they bring them out to open you yep. know like yep. you're you you're you're playing a show and you meet so and so at Red Door and that becomes your homie and your big co-writer and then you get an opportunity to go out and do a run of shows and they let you bring an opener you bring you bring that guy or that girl you yeah know? man that's how it happens that's always how it happens I feel like you know you just got to be a good person and and be able to just go have fun with people and then eventually like you said you get into rooms and you start working your way up and yeah it's definitely a it's a it's like a community here in Nashville. I've noticed like everybody's sort of friendly with everybody, and it's just everybody's trying to lift each other up, which is yeah, which is great. It's very very welcoming. What is the Canadian country community? Is that like it's, that? It's, it's similar, like it's yeah. Because so, I feel the difference is like Nashville is a city. Most almost everybody in the community is in this city. Yep. Canada is a whole fucking exactly. country. So you have your guys that are way out west. You have yep. your guys and girls that are. Eastern, and then you have all that stuff in the middle. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, in sm a smaller version of what happens down here, I would say. I'm from Ontario, so there's like an Ontario scene. Ontario has its own, like, country music awards. BC has its own country music awards. And, like, I feel like 
it's hard to connect with people out west because it's like a full like two day drive away. So I don't really, <laughs> you know, I don't know many. I don't really know what's going on out there. But in Ontario, I mean, they have writers rounds and um, there's lots of great artists that are coming up. And yeah, it's similar, just a way, way smaller scale. So, yeah. yeah and I feel like Canadian country is like now is the time for it. Yeah. Just because some of the Nikki, Nikki and I get to see being in town and hosting all the events that we do and being out at the bars and doing all that stuff. There are more and more people every fucking day coming down from Canada. Yeah. And there are artists that are having songs on American radio. Like your your folks that have been big in Canada for a while are starting to get American attention. Like That's right, like, man. Like yeah. You're seeing Josh Ross do what he's Josh doing. Josh is killing it. You see Meg Patrick doing what she's doing. You see Jade Eagleson. You see the James Barker boys. Yeah. And, and James has been doing it for a long time. And you shout yep. him out in one of your songs, right? Like, is that when you say a JB song? Is that yeah, a James so, Barker song? Yeah, so I mean, song? it's uh, it's you can take it how you want. Uh, that song is, uh, I'm singing about Justin Bieber. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because my girlfriend, Liv, is like the biggest Bieber fan ever. Oh, yeah, and Bieber's from fucking Canada. He's from Stratford, which is like an hour from where I live. So was, oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> now we got a whole other thing This is groundbreaking. About. But, I mean, I, uh, I mean, I listen to JB all the time, James Barker, so I feel like it can be about James Barker as yeah, well. Yeah, well, because I was thinking <laughs> J JB, like, thinking just country artists that you, like, the, like, country bands. But I didn't realize, like, so Bieber's probably still, like, the shit in Canada, huh? Yeah, I mean, to, to live, yes. He's never not been the shit. She she loves Justin Bieber. Um, See, I remember when he was, like, in America, when he was still, well, he still is in America. But, like, when he was, like, get, really being a degenerate, like, yeah. fully on his gender yeah. shit, yeah. there was a petition to get him deported, deported? To, deported to Canada. I think I remember that. Yeah, That's there so was, like, funny. a whole movement. Now he's just chilling, I feel like. I don't know what he's up to. He's just, you know. Just Bieber. Hopefully he's still writing songs and hopefully he puts more music out. I'm a fan of Bieber too, man. Bieber's great. Yeah, are you just saying that because of the fiance? Or are you, no, are you seriously like, like the music? I mean, yeah, the, uh, there's there's some songs that I, I love. Yeah, I think he's great. And it's sick that he's from Canada too. Yeah, I love it. that. Like, cause who, so if you're like Mount Rushmore of like Canadian music like artists, who would have, so you got like Bieber, I mean like Shania yeah. Twain, I know is big, Canada. Shania Twain, um... For me, like... Would Nickelback be on there? Nickelback. I grew up listening to Nickelback all the time. Um, but, like, even more recent guys, like Jade, like, I'm friends with him. But I, before I was friends with him, I looked up to him and thought he was, you know, just, like, a superstar. And and he is. And he's great. And uh, guys like Coulter Wall are from Canada. Like, oh, yeah. Coulter Wall is crazy. Where's, where in Canada is he from? I believe it's Saskatchewan. So I think he's just out there on a ranch. Like he's like a, a rancher. I don't think he really leaves there. I don't know. I, I don't really know if he's touring or anything, but he's just such a badass. I listen to a lot of the Joe Rogan podcast and I've heard him say so many times he wants to get him out on the podcast, but he's like, you got to come to the ranch, man. <laughs> you got to fly Rogan to Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so much great talent in Canada and it's cool that guys like Josh are are letting that light shine down here in Nashville and, and in the States in country music. I think that's so cool and it's inspiring and it's, it's great. Um, you know, coming up in this time, I feel like, you know, yeah. I was told by Josh's band to ask you about the Canadian, about the CCMAs. Yeah, man. We had had fun. Y'all had a good night. We had some good times. Yeah. What are the CCMAs like? Cause we just it's, had the CMAs here yeah. in Nashville. I'm guessing it's like a similar kind of thing. Just like a big reunion of everybody. A hundred percent. It's, it's, it feels very similar. Um, I went to the awards actually this week for the CMAs and 
it feels like that except for just smaller like it's just all it's everything's just a little more tight-knit a little smaller the awards they're televised it's a big deal in canada like they're a thing um but just smaller and it's like the same thing every label has a party or a brunch and every agency is throwing parties and you so, just basically so. go around and you just drink and eat and and shoot the shit with people and you know reflect on the year and talk about what you're working on and it's just such a cool time i love the cma or ccma awards so the ccmas were wild this year they were yeah they're always wild we were yeah it's hard not to drink a lot <laughs> and it makes you not want to drink for the weeks after but yeah it's uh <laughs> it's such a grind getting through those weeks because yeah. it's like four days long of just talking drinking and then you have to do showcases and play and like you're up at like eight to do a brunch and sing. It's 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 impossible to get through, but it's so much fun. Yeah, it's like I did four days downtown this week. How was that? I haven't fucking done. I mean, I used to do seven days a week downtown when I first fucking moved here because I was bouncing. And right. Broadway was yep. what I knew. You were hosting the Sony party downtown. I was hosting the Sony. How'd that party. all go? It went really well, dude. Yeah. It went really well. They seemed to be happy. I limited. I think the because my, my mom was there and. She flew down from New York and was all all excited for it. And her and uh, her awesome. friend Kathleen and she was like, "I'm proud of you. You only said you only you only said fuck like twice." Because <laughs> my thing at Live Oak is I said like, "What the fuck is up, Live Oak? That's part of our thing." Yeah, so a little rough around the edges. You're edge, raised you know? rowdy, man. Yeah, we're raised we're raised rowdy. You know, yeah. we're we're that group of guys that you see us come in the bar and you're like, "Fuck yeah, the boys are here." You know, <laughs> like it's a fun thing, even though I don't yes, drink. Sir. So it went it went really well, and it was cool having folks that. I've known forever, like Dylan Marlowe and Ella Langley, yeah, and, so cool. and those those guys that are now signed over at Sony. Like to be a part of an event with them, it was really cool. But just four nights downtown on Broadway was fucking. It was a lot. Cause I it's did, serious. It, yeah, because I did. Um, and did you hit a lot of the bars on this trip while you were? No, because I, I feel like now it's like business trips. Right? Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, the last several trips I haven't really gone out to Broadway. I mean, I went to Midtown and Red Door and stuff the odd time just to chat with some songwriter friends and stuff. But I'm not I'm not going down there to to get wasted anymore, that's for sure. No. I kind of try to stick away from Broadway a little bit because yeah. it's chaotic. Yeah, it does. You have your guys. Like, I'll see. But like when I was down there on Monday, we went to actually Josh did a Josh did a, um, a showcase thing at Old Smokey, like a, right. little, a little thing. So we went from that to, um, to Broadway. And my girlfriend had some friends visiting. And... She said that they were at Kid Rocks. I'm like, oh fuck, it's way too early. It's way too early to be at Kid Rocks. Yeah. If you come to Nashville, love your Uncle Bob and love love the establishment, but you gotta be at least like you gotta be like going towards like if this is sober, you gotta be like here getting towards blackout because Kid Rocks is just so fucking loud. It's like one of the best bars. Down it's here, one of the best opinions. bars. Yeah, it is. It is. But to me. To experience it right, you gotta be you gotta be warmed up. Yeah, to yeah, fully for sure. enjoy for sure. Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, and it's not hard to get warmed up down on Broadway. Like you can get warmed up pretty damn quick. Yeah, if you start at the top of the hill and start working your way down there, by the time you get there, you're probably good to go. Yeah, like I love Robert's <laughs> Western World. Yeah, that's a good Roberts one. Roberts is cool, especially... Is that the one with the sam... Like, the they have the bologna, bologna sandwiches and Re chips or yeah, something? The recession the recession special. Yeah. Six bucks. Fried I've heard. Yep. Fried bologna sandwich, bag of chips, a moon pie, and a PBR for $6. That's amazing. I've heard from so many people that go there and get that. I haven't done it yet, but yeah, that's going to have I'll, to happen this week. Yeah, I'll get the recession special, and I'll just give my beer to Nikki T. Like, that's amazing. We, we, whenever we go to shows at the arena or, like, Preds games and stuff... We pregame. That's the bar that we go to pregame at because they sell 
Bush and Miller High Life and stuff for like two fifty. Like it's you amazing. Get, you get a can of a can of Bush Light for two fifty. That's great. Go, go a couple doors down. It's like eight bucks. You know. So crazy. it's like, and then you get into the yeah into the arena and it's like crazy twenty bucks or something. Oh, dude, yeah, it's fucking it's fucking nuts. Which of the Canadian of the two Canadian shows is more accurate, um, Letter Kenny or Trailer Park Boys? Do they both kind of <laughs> depict what they're trying to depict really they're, well? Yeah, they're both hilarious. <laughs> I would say it's hard to say, but I mean, Trailer Park Boys is based out on the East Coast, and I'm not too familiar with what happens out there. But I grew up watching Trailer Park Boys. I think it's hilarious. And Letter Kenny is um, Jarrett Kiso, who's from like Listowel, Ontario, which is like 20 minutes from where I'm from. So I feel like that's letter. Kenny's like where I'm from for sure. So you know all about the, the D gens from up country and yes, you know, sir. About, you know about the, the, the first episode when it's like the toughest man in letter Kenny and like yeah. squir- squirrely Dan and Deary throwing him the, the, yeah, uh, the, yeah. the birthday party and everything. Letter Kenny's very accurate. The skids, like yep. the, the skids, the, the youth pastor. Yeah. They didn't just make line. that shit up. Like that's, that's coming from somewhere. So yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's definitely accurate. That was my show. When I first moved down here, me and my buddies that I, cause I lived with a group of guys that we all bounced together and we'd yep. get, we'd get home and I'd smoke and watch letter Kenny with the boys. Yeah. We'd be up to like 4am just fucking watch. So, it's so hard to turn it off, man. off, dude. It's so hard to turn it off. That show is brilliant. I think it's, I think it might be coming to an end. I think they're releasing their last season right now, and that's it, maybe. Yeah, and there's Have been, you seen Shorzy, though? I haven't seen Shorzy Shorzy's yet. funny. I hear it's awesome. And those guys were in um, Jonesy. Riley and Jonesy were in Nashville one time. Were they? My buddy took a selfie with him and sent in our group chat. <laughs> he was bouncing. He was like, oh, fuck, that's Riley and Jonesy. That's hilarious, And they were man. just they were just bar hopping on Broadway. <laughs> they seem like beauties. I hope they're like their characters. They're what, cool. is, what, is, what is beauty? You got to tell me some of the beauties. It's Canadian just like, lingo. So, like, what's a beauty? You just said these two, beauty. Du- two well, dudes I mean, are beauties. I feel like that's sort of a hockey term. Yeah. At least that's kind of where it came from for me. That just means they're, it means, like, you know, they're badass. So, like, top shelf. They're good shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're, like they're, they're good shit. Good shit. Yeah. Okay, there yeah. we go. So, that's the rich you get, way you of saying You get good shit. All beauties right. means good shit. Yeah. What are some other, like, Canadian, like... That's tough. Because I know uh, There's guys... so many. There has to be so many, but it's going to be hard for me to come up with it on the fly, I feel like. Like, stuff that, like you said, like, hockey culture stuff. Like, there's, like, the... I remember one of the letter Kenny things, like, pitter-patter, you know, let's get at her. <laughs> yeah. A tilly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like a, like a Tilly's like a hockey fight. Yeah, I don't even know. Like there's just I feel like there's just like there's different. so many goofy Canadian ways of saying things and I say them so so often and I catch myself all the time. One that I actually have this isn't really goofy, but I've noticed as a Canadian I say tour. Like I'm going on tour. Yeah. Is it tour or is it tour? I say tour. Yeah. I see? say tour, but I'm from New York. I speak different than a lot yeah, of Yeah, but other I feel like think. everybody says tour. And I feel weird now saying tour, but I think... I've heard people say that, though. I've heard a lot of people say tour. <laughs> tour. <laughs> That's so Canadian. Yeah, have you have you had... Have you made a lot of friends with, like, locals, like, different songwriters that are, like, American-born? Or I've made a of- few, yeah. I mean, the thing is, when I'm coming down here, I'm not, like, going to the bars that often and meeting people. I'm just here. Like, I have stuff booked. I'm going to the... St- I'm basically just in the studio. Because I do yeah. all my recording down here. Um, but I, I mean, Schmitty, you know, Schmitty. Yes. Yeah. So he was one of the first people that I met from down here and he's such a great guy and he's always invited me in and we've, we've written so many great songs Pick together. Up where we left off. I love such a banger. Fucking Schmitty, such a banger. Dude. She's such a good writer yeah, and he's such a good fucking dude. Such a nice guy. Such a good dude. And, uh, we always try to get together when I come down, but 
I mean, he's a busy guy. I'm a busy guy, so it's hard to make it work. But his whole crew that he rolls around with, are, they're all great guys. Yeah, so that's like S.J. McDonald. And yes. uh, so S.J. was my first, like one of my first friends that I met when I moved down here because she was, when I was bouncing on Broadway, she was like 19 gigging at the stage a few doors down and she would play the Friday gig and I'd go over and we'd, we'd get her into the, get nice. her, into, get her, get her into the bars sometimes, but also just like keep an eye. Like if so, yeah. being, a young, being a younger female, if somebody was, was fucking with her or whatever. Yeah. Like she had all, I don't think I've met SJ, but I've definitely, Trent, I've, or Trent Wayne, Matt yeah, Mulhair, Trent Wayne. Yep. Uh, Mitch Kriego, like yep. Noah Hudson, like yep. Mantia, that whole yes, crew, sir. they call themselves the boys and girls club. So <laughs> we'll put them on around sometimes. Yep. I think we've actually only done it once. And the time slot will say the boys and girls club and people will be messaging me like are you doing like a charity thing like what the fuck's going on that's hilarious. and like y'all just come out and see and then we get like four of them on, four or five of them on stage at one time and then yeah. we rotate them and they just take up the whole hour because they all co-write with each other yeah so man. it's just all them just playing along and like harmon it's like four or five part harmonies on all the songs so talented so good yeah they're great writers um they're fun too. They're, yeah, they're, they're good shit. They're good people. Yeah, they're beauties. They're beauties. They're beauties. There you go, I'm man. I'm getting it. I'm Start fucking learning. saying it. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm gonna say it to Nikki because we have like like we say like one of our things was premium, and then the premium yeah. thing got so far. My girlfriend hated me because we say it so much because like when you make things a bit, you have to go all in. Yeah, so like we have a hat that says premium that we did as a collab hat with the uh, Crown Head Cigars guys. My reason for asking about you knowing different folks from like down here, something that southern like southerners. There's certain southern dialects drive yep. me up a fucking wall, dude. <laughs> and one of the things that they'll say is they'll go, "Do what?" Like do I'll come what? up, I'll come up to you and be like, "Hey man, what's your name?" Then the guy be like, D -d -d "Do what?" Like like what did like instead uh, of just saying, "Hey, what'd you say, man?" I haven't or heard like, that one yet. They say, "Do what?" Yeah, that's weird. Literally, like so weird. Like you could be asking, "Hey man, what what way is the what way is the nearest gas station?" I'll do what. It's just do what after. I, I would be like, what? Yeah, I, I don't even know what that means, but it's it's they they say do what they say piddling around. They say um, <laughs> they say y'all, and which I say y'all too. It just comes in. I think being in country music, you just naturally yeah. And the people you hang out with, it's hard to not pick up on some of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've only worked with guys from Alabama and right. Nikki T. Nikki yeah. T. Luckily, is from Pittsburgh, which is closer to where I'm from. But I've only been. I was in the van with a bunch of dudes from Alabama, yeah. like talking straight. That you just kind of pick up deep on southern it. draw. So what have you got going on the rest of so the the shows are done for the year or do you got anything to close out this year? Um yeah, so I'm here for the rest of the week. I fly back Friday and then I start um sort of a weekend run thing with Robin Onalini. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, so we're going Love Robin. She's great. Yeah. Such good shit. We actually share management and we're doing a little uh tour tour um across <laughs> ontario so we're going we're doing like six or seven shows i believe so that finishes out november for me december's off and then um when does this podcast when does this come out this comes out this friday this friday yeah i recorded and we, we turn them around quick sick all right then i won't say what i was gonna say because i think it's getting announced the week after that but i'm going on another tour beginning of next in canada in canada beginning of next year with um a bigger american artist that i'm very excited about Dude, that's fucking yeah. Man. You have to tell me off the mic. We'll yeah, keep, we'll keep it, keep it secret, bro. But what are some goals you got for next year? So this 2023 was like you said your biggest year to date. I Crazy. mean, Crazy. Yeah. You get engaged, like big life stuff. You get engaged. 100%. The the possibility of now you're talking about like I'm gonna get down here. We're figuring yep. it out. Yep. Like life is 2023. Great fucking year. And then career wise, 
best year so far. And it's only, I think personally, I'm not just saying that because you're wearing that premium raised rowdy hat right there, <laughs> looking like a beauty. Um, yes, sir. Since you're since that, and you're and you're one of the one of the homies. But like, it just seems like I had some friends that I brought out to whiskey jam the other night. Yep. And they were like, dude, thank you, but also fuck you. I can't stop listening to this Owen Reedling kid. Wow. Like that's they're so like cool. they're like, I can't stop listening. It's just so good. Like they're it's just stuck in their heads, you know? So Which cool, is great. Man. Like, well, like, thank you for being there. Like, I appreciate like, you coming out. Yeah, like sweater song is yeah. like stuck in even yeah. stuff that you didn't even play that night. Just going through Spotify, like stuff just they, yeah. they just love it. But what are some goals for you for, for next year? You got sounds like a big tour to kick lots. off the year. Lots of music. Yeah. So we're playing a lot of festivals up in Canada. Um we're going on the tour. We have, I mean, goals as far as things that haven't been confirmed yet that I would love to happen is, one, get down here for, um, you know, move down here at least for half the year. I'd love to be down here for that um, and just release a bunch of music. We've released three singles since I signed this deal. So it's like very early days. And which, and which three are those? Cause I'm gonna so we got Love, The Sweater Song. Dude, um, I love, I, then I don't just, I'm Weekend love, You. It's called love. Weekend You, bro, that to me is like... That's going to get to where Old Dirt Roads is, because that song, Thank I mean, you, man. it's at 135,000 streams right now, but that's the one where it sticks in your head, and every guy has had that experience with a girl, because it, life gets busy, and you have that yeah, girl man. you see on the weekend, whether that's distance or just yep. life. Yep. That song's so fucking labeled. Thank so you, we, man. Weekend, you And love. Old Dirt Roads, those are the three we've released so far, and then the other two that I have up are just ones that I had recorded on my own, put out, like years ago prior to 2019 yes sir smoke man yes sir i wrote that was, so i went to school at oeart which is a audio school in london ontario and i learned how to record produce oh so you, you could be a track guy yeah yeah so you're a track guy i can be i i mean i like do you like like how often are you messing around with like pro tools i used to like, it all the time but a, a little less now because i'm just doing other stuff but i mean yeah, I have Pro Tools and uh, a little setup at home, and I just make all my own demos. And um, Dude, that's such a weapon. Yeah, man, that is so. You don't know how big that is. Where there's so many guys and girls that have to outsource that because they don't know they don't know how to. I mean, for mm -hmm. you, if you're outsourcing, it's because you got shit going on. But yeah. like to have those skills, and then when you're in the studio, you're probably listening. Yeah, as a producer yourself, Damn with right. whatever guy. Yeah. Like, before I did this uh, artist thing, I mean, I wanted to be a producer, and I went to school for audio. I was going out and applying for all these internships in Toronto at big studios the year after I graduated, and then literally like a month into applying, COVID hit, and all the studios shut down, and they weren't taking internships or nothing, so I was like, all right, I'm going to start writing songs more than I was and start like putting shit out, and that song, Smoke Man, was my school's uh, school project at OER, third semester school project, and that's kind of the, the the first song I released. And um, I actually put out an EP that I made in my bedroom during COVID that's gotten taken down now because just the I mean it's not up to what we wanted it to sound like basically. Yeah. But I mean there's there's a lot of songs on that that I really love that hopefully come back out someday. Um, and yeah, that was sort of my goal living where I lived. I didn't know any producers. I always loved messing around and garage band and logic and uh, always had a a draw like I was drawn to to audio and how that works like how do you make a song so that was a big interest for me growing up and I went to school got that figured out and I wanted to be a producer it was nice because I didn't know anybody else and I didn't want to pay somebody so much money if I can just you know make it happen myself oh, fuck yeah yeah absolutely so DIY exactly so hopefully someday down the road there's a there's an album where you know I just 
produce the whole thing too. I think that's something that I, that's a goal for me someday. Not anytime soon because I love the producer I'm working with Brad Hill here in Nashville. He's Hell amazing. Yeah. That's a good guy to be working with. Yeah. He's, yes. he's so good. He's a, uh, he's such a talented guy and has all the connections with, you know, great musicians and just to be in a room. Like it's like magic watching these guys work. How cool is it for you? You're probably geeking out at times with just this Dude. being in a, in the, in a Nashville studio setting. And yeah. your goal was to be a, be behind the board doing audio yeah. like yeah and now it's your voice but the, the blessings there's the hidden blessings of that shit show that was 2020 exactly COVID. yeah because if it if it didn't happen and i if i got an internship i probably would have been in a studio all day and had no time to focus more on the music thing for myself you so would you would you would have been you would have been like like there's guys like, like the guy josh is working with matt Jarreau. like yeah. there's there's tons of Tons of Canadian or Joey Moy, like there's tons of Canadian producers that work on the the worldwide scale. That's and, right, man. And, and there's an that was my goal. That. Yeah, yeah, that was my goal, and and hopefully someday I can get back and and take on projects and like actually dive into the production thing because it's such a like one of my favorite things to do is be in the studio and create something that wasn't created like like an hour ago. You know, there's nothing better than that. Um, so. Yeah, that's definitely a goal of mine someday. I love that Smoke Man has almost 150,000 streams, and it was a fucking college project. Yeah. Like, that's a college project. Yeah. And, like, there's that many people on Spotify alone that have listened to the thing. Yeah, man. It's pretty and, uh, freaking cool. It's crazy. That that song, actually, I won my graduation award for, like, uh, the production award. They gave away, like, an award for production. There was, like, Live Sound Award and whatever. And that oh, one wow. won, the, won the award. I was like, sick, man. That's yeah, great. That is fun, cool. And, yeah. And a part of me, one that's been out for a while, too, that's one, like, we talk about songs that describe growing mm -hmm. up in a small town in, yep. in Canada. Yeah. That's literally what, like, that, I was listening to that on the way. I always, I mean, I've been listening to your shit a lot here lately, but especially, like, today when I was driving over here. Yep. Um, and a part of me came out. I'm like, this makes me think of where I'm from, Rockland County, New York. Outside of yeah, like, man. this town's a part of me. You yes, know? sir. Like it's relatable shit. It's a uh, it's a song about my hometown and the people in it, and that's that's all it is. And yeah, I say this all the time, but I there's no way I would have kept writing and playing my shitty songs in front of people if there wasn't people there to support me and like yeah. you know find the good in the things I was doing and just like give me the confidence to want to keep doing it. And everybody, literally, like, everybody that is from my small town and surrounding towns is just so supportive. Like, they're, like, pushing me. They just want me to succeed. So, like, without them, without that being a part of who I am, I don't think I would be here in Nashville recording songs and about to put out a record. So I owe a lot to my hometown, and I love I love the people from it. When's the record coming? Oh, it's coming. It's definitely coming next year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a date. But it's, like, we... Yeah. I, like, we're cutting five more songs this week we have them tracked i got to cut vocals and then we're done um we have probably like four or five in the bag already like mastered and ready to go wow we got a lot of songs we're just finding a t oh, like how we're gonna roll them out and what it looks like i think the plan is hopefully get a smaller project out in the spring and then keep doing some singles and hopefully have a full-length thing end of next year i'll oh. say yeah that's the penciled Fuck, in plan yes 
Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm so excited, dude. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're making me want to get to Canada next summer for one of these festivals or to up. get on one of these tours. I have a passport, but I've never fucking used it. Like, I have a passport. <laughs> I think Nikki's got to renew his. He's actually been out of the country. I've never been out of the country. So it'd be really cool to I do I would love that. to have you up sometime, man. Bro, it'd be so cool. Let's do like a raised rowdy event well, we somewhere. Call, well, yeah, we call, we, when we go out of town, we call it rowdy on the road. That's, um, so that's, that's hilarious. Like, Rowdy on the road, and then I do a bit. It's called "Tried That in a Small Town." You've probably, I don't know if you've seen them on on Instagram or not. I don't know if I have. So it's I go to small towns, and since I'm from New York, it's a play on the on the Aldean song, the, the controversial <laughs> Aldean song. And it's hey, welcome back to "Tried That in a Small Town." I'm Matt Burrell, and it's me eating at like a little barbecue joint. Oh, or that's like, so good. I mean, like a little hole in the wall. You gotta come to Mild town. May if you're doing Rowdy on the road. Like come up to Canada, come to my hometown of Mild May. There's a bar called Harley's. I was talking about it earlier. Oh, that sounds so rich. That sounds so on brand. It's literally for us. a corner bar. And they the biggest honor of my career so far is I have a sandwich on the menu there. You have bro, a menu item. That's a big fucking yes, deal. Sir. Like fuck all the awards. Yes, you got a sir. menu item? What, I do. What's the what what is the is it the Owen? It's called corner the corner bar. The corner bar. In in um uh, a part of me there's a line that goes uh, something about a corner bar on the corner or a bar on the corner of Maine. I forget the lyric. I should yeah. know the lyrics to my own song, but <laughs> it was a while ago. It was okay. a while ago. Yeah. So I haven't tried it yet. I, I mean, what Nick, if- the owner just texted me and was like, Hey, we're going to put a sandwich on the menu for you. And I was like, sick. Do you know what's in it? I don't even know. What's oh, I don't even it. know what's in it. No, I'm going to, uh, I think there's a sandwich called the dream witch on the menu. That's like the best. You have to try that too. And it was like, th- their sandwiches are just like, the employees and stuff will just make something and call it something. Fuck yeah. And that one was like somebody, whoever made it, had a dream and woke up the next day and was like, we're making this sandwich. And it's like <laughs> garlic bread as the bun. Yeah. And then cheese, bacon, and like a grilled chicken smothered in like teriyaki sauce. It's so good. Dude, it it's sounds, so good. Sounds really so good. So try that in a small town. Come up to Mile and go to Harley's. Yes, bro. <laughs> I'm so fucking out. Then you're going to New York, you said, in like the next week? Yeah. I don't know if we can say anything about that. But, but, uh, but just, have you been to New York before? Never been in New York. Okay. Never been in New All York. All right. So you were just talking about... I have a whole day in New York to do something. I'm getting there. I'll, my flight's like 7 a.m. tomorrow, and I'm going to get there at like 8.30. So... I have where are nothing you, to do until like 6 p.m. What airport are you flying into? And Godspeed. LaGuardia. Find LaGuardia. Okay. Yeah. So, and where's the event? Where's the thing that you're it's going downtown to? Do? It's downtown in New York. Okay. So, so New York's interesting. So, it's like the city of all cities. There's nine and a half million people on like a 13 mile stretch, 14 mile stretch. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So, I grew up in the suburbs outside of it, but I spent a lot of time going in there. Yeah. So, there, um, if you're a big sandwich guy, if you get a chance, there's a place called Cat's Deli. Okay, let me just write this down. Cat's Deli. And I'll text you all this shit. Yeah, too, text so. me. Text me so what Kat's I should Cat's Deli. It's like they filmed like Seinfeld episodes in there. Oh, bunch sweet. Of so it is like an old school Jewish deli, bro. The fucking sandwich. It's an expensive sandwich because fucking New York. Everything is... Everything is stupid expensive. Okay. You're Canadian, though. You know, you know, shit gets expensive up in Canada, too, right? Yeah. Now. It's been yeah. expensive lately. Yep. The sandwich, it's like a pastrami sandwich, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like the size of your... Bigger than your head. It's stupid. Stupid. Let's go. I'm that getting that tomorrow. Is, good. And then, is that right um, downtown in New York? That is on um, on Houston Street. So it's in like so. New York's in a bunch of different little sections. So we'll have, we'll map this out after the podcast. Right. We'll map out. Yeah, text stuff. me. And then there's um, John's on Bleecker. 
And then there's heard of that. John's on Bleecker Street. Fantastic. Um, got a high score on Dave Portnoy's. Okay, that's reviews. where I've heard of that because I've yeah. watched like all of those one bite reviews. Yeah, all those one bite reviews. Um, that's a really good one. And then um, what, what did you give it for a score? You know, I think it was like a nine something. Oh shit! I mean, John's on Bleecker is great. John's on Bleecker is great. And then I think it's Joey's. I forget Joe. Like I should know the name, the the full name of it. But there's so many. You have every culture in the fucking world, whether it's it's African culture, Middle Eastern. Um, Asian, um, South American, man, every French. The food is good, is what you're saying. Every culture in the world is represented in this city, in the best way possible. Or the however you look at it, like in the best way possible. But like the food Food is probably just amazing, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, you can go, you can go into like the hood, and you can get like chicken and waffles, or like the best fucking chicken. Yeah, be careful going to there. You go to go to the Wohop. Um, it's a Chinese place. Yeah, but it's like in a basement. Like underneath, so it's like a big apartment building. You got to knock like three times to get it's in. Like, it's, or like a, it's like a little dungeon, bro. And it's the <laughs> Wohop, and it's some of the best fucking Chinese. It's shit. There's a all lot right, of just stuff send me a text of like your favorite spots, yeah. and I'll map it out, and I'll just hit them all. Yeah, and then are you there tomorrow night too? Yep. If you don't have night, are you, are you going solo, or you got people meeting you there? Or you got your my team manager's you? meeting me? Okay, cool. Yeah, and that's that's Eric. Uh, Mark's coming with. Mark's me. coming with you. Yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah. Okay, cool. If you do you like comedy. I love comedy. Okay, so what you and Mark should do tomorrow night is you guys should go to the Comedy Cellar. Okay. So the Comedy yeah, Cellar. I've heard of it. Le- I listen to a lot of comedy. Um, legendary spot, and you could probably get tickets. Um, you could get them ahead of time, or you can probably you should be able to get them on a on a Monday, where they they do shows every night, and you never know who the fuck's gonna pop in there. So like Shane Gillis was there when I no was just way. Went up there with my girlfriend, and just popped in like he just did a spot. He popped in and he did unannounced. Good, yeah, and he did like a he did like a 10, 15 minute set, that's and it sick. was. And it was all stuff that was used in his special that's on Netflix now. That's crazy. Like you never that's know, like crazy. like a Louis C.K. could pop in there, a Bill Burr could pop in there, yeah. like any comedian could just pop in, wow. and it's and it's cool. And there's tons of restaurants like around. I'm excited to hear about your experience in New York City. <laughs> What's it like traffic wise? Like when I land, like how long is it going to take me to Uber from LaGuardia to downtown? Is it going to be depends? Because like I feel like. It's crazy there. It's like maybe far. I should just get on a bike or I something. Mean, and then I'm guessing you're like Airbnb it, or like I'm in a hotel like near the airport. Oh, near LaGuardia. So yeah. let's let's pull out my my Google Maps machine here real quick. So LaGuardia, <laughs> they just redid it. So LaGuardia used to be a really shitty airport. It was it's built, so nice now. Yeah, it was built in World War II, and now it's fucking. I had a layover there one time. It's mint. It's it's mint. It's beauty. It's a beauty. It's a beauty. It's a mint. It's a mint beauty. Yeah. So yeah, you're out. You're out in Queens. So you want to get to yeah. You'll mean probably like twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Maybe forty minutes. All right. I gotta plan this in accordance to like the one bite thinks when he says a nine. Like, is there gonna be a line around the block or is it kind of dead down? Do you have the one bite app on your phone? I did at one time. I think I still do. Okay. If you have that, you'll it'll it'll track it down. I'll just fill up on pizza. And also, yeah. And also, there's the dollar slice places on most of the corners in the city. Yeah. There's little store, there's little like bodegas that are like dollar slices. And those slices are like still some of the best in the country. And it's like you can get two slices and a Coke for like I cannot four wait. bucks. Yeah, I dude. Wait. I'm excited for you because <laughs> to be from like small town to go to New York City, dude. Never been either. So it's, yeah, it's going to be eye opening. Where's sure. your favorite place that you've gotten a tour? And I know I've never been to Canada, so I won't be able to. It's hard to say. The last run, it was crazy i mean montreal is a city that is great uh the fans there 
like there's a bit of a language barrier when I'm trying to like a lot of my show is I set songs up with stories and like part of my show is just the story. So that was a little bit challenging. But like if you have any sort of chanty moments in your show or anything like that, they love to chant there. Whoa. And whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. exactly. So they love that. <laughs> and uh, like by the end of our set in Montreal, like it just it was so electric. People were like banging on the walls and people are yelling shit and beers flying in the air and they're just partying. And then Tyler gets up there. First song. There's two girls fighting in the second row. Oh, geez. Throwing fists. And then the whole crowd's going, ole, 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 ole. <laughs> the whole thing for like a minute long. And Tyler's just up there like, what is happening? What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> so they were partying. That was so fun. Um, and then I had a home, basically a hometown show in Kitchener, which is like an hour and a half from where I live. And like, it was just all like people who were there, um, fans and, and family and friends. And it was so much fun. So between those two, I would say. Fuck yeah. yeah, that's a good yeah. good little good little list right there. Where's like your dream place to play? Oh, like, oh, how are we, are we like going big here? Or is this just like one that you think you can get to by the end of next year, and mm. then one that's like I want to see my name on that sign. One I want to see my name on that sign, which I feel like is the same for a lot of artists, is like a place like Red Rocks. I mean, that would be insane. I. uh I the first time I ever really knew what Red Rocks was was Eric Church's live album that he did there. Yeah, and I fell in love with that. And then obviously the Zach Bryan one now. And there's just so many cool artists that come through there. I feel like that's a legendary spot. Um, The Grand Ole Opry's one as well, just to get to play that stage. That I think could happen sooner than later. That would be honestly with the way things are way things are going right now, dude. I mean. I can't wait till you come to the States and you're fucking touring and we can talk about the different <laughs> clubs because the circuit you're going to be on and when your first runs through the States are the circuits that I know from from touring on the tour manager side of things. I like, cannot wait, man. Like I've had some hellacious load-ins and I've had some great load-ins. I've had <laughs> some load-ins, which you've got, you got, you got, um, you got a little spoiled on the Tyler's. That was a lot of like theaters, right? Um. It was mostly clubs. Actually. Mostly it was clubs. all it was all clubs except for one theater in Winnipeg, and that was a beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, theater. theater shows are cool too. Yeah, the production's great. Like the clubs are a bit dicey at times with load ins and load outs. The one we went to, we could load in through the back door. It was great because the stage is right there. You load everything in, but you couldn't load out through the back door. You had to oh, load out through the front doors through the crowd. Yeah, and is it one of those places that as soon as the show's over, it switches to a DJ? Nope. Okay. No, but so like the lobby is full of people still. People are at merch. People are fucking around, whatever. You had to load everything out through the front door, which was hilarious because then you have to walk all the way back around the venue oh, yeah. into the van. But I think it's because like noise complaints or whatever. There's like apartments behind it. Yeah. Yeah. There's some dicey things for sure. Yeah. You'll see all kinds of all kinds of what's on your rider right now. We got um, veggie tray, fruit tray. Case, uh, you're so fucking wholesome, dude. Yeah, man. Fucking <laughs> we don't have much like case of Bud Light case. Uh, we like to get one thing that's a little bougie that I do is everywhere we go. I like to say just um, some domestic like or it's not domestic, like local craft brew, like the best craft brew that's around. Like just yeah. I want to try all different beers from different breweries and stuff. So that's something that we do. I don't know. And that just, you know, some cliff bars, a couple snacks, chips. That's it. <laughs> that's, not a bad, that's not a bad rider dude well yeah brother i appreciate you coming coming on this thing i'm, I'm excited to have um to um have you at live oak tonight are you a cigar guy at all do you enjoy cigars oh yeah i like cigars you do yeah okay yes, well if you have nothing to do we can have a cigar 
Let's go. After this, because we're sponsored by a cigar company. Let's go. So we have boxes. We have cigars. Let's so have a cigar. Let's do. Let's. We're gonna. We'll. We'll yeah. do that because you have time to kill. So we I have, do. We, do, we do as well. Well, um, brother, where can people go to find you on all the socials and stuff? Find me at Owen Wriggling Music on Instagram. Wriggling's R I E G L I N G. So it's wriggling, not wriggling. It's wriggling. Wriggling. I've been saying it wrong. Though. It's all good, man. It's you're rig kid, like a truck, and then ling like anything, like anything, like <laughs> ring, like ring a ling, you know. <laughs> Um, it's like Riggling. Riesling, like the wine, but with yeah. a G. Riggling. Yes. You're, that's what I love about you Canadian folks. You guys are so fucking nice. Like, <laughs> I've been saying your name wrong for so long. It's How have Riggling. you been saying it? I've been saying Riegling. Riegling? Riegling. I get that all the time. I, that feels like, it's all right. It's close care. enough. Okay, close yeah. enough. That's, that's I it. say Riegling, but if you Riggling. say Riegling, it's all good, man. Okay, Same Riegling, shit. Riegling, Riegling, <laughs> Riegling. We'll figure it out. We'll, yes, we're sir. Gonna, we're going to go have a fucking cigar. Uh, Y'all be sure to check out our boy, Owen Riegling. Um, he's got some great music out. Uh, if you're up in Canada, be on the lookout. News coming of another tour soon. Very um, soon. Very soon. And... If you're up in, um, or I guess you'll already be in New York City, but stay tuned for um, when we have him on in the future and we talk about his uh, his New York City excursion. Very excited <laughs> to hear about all that shit. But y'all be sure to uh, check out his music and um, stream the hell out of it like we do here at Ray's Rowdy. Shout out, of course, to our friends, Big Friendly Productions, Saxman Studios, our boy Mitch Wallace with the Digital Marketing Agency, and the boys over at Whale Tail Media. We're going to go have a cigar for my boy Owen. I'm Matt Burrill. This has been Outside the Round. For too long, I ain't never been the best at saying I love you to a girl I love.